It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. We're going to talk love. I'm going to answer you questions. But why don't I ask you the first question of the show tonight? Here's the question. Do you have an ex that still reaches out to you? Think about it. Do you have an ex that still reaches out to you? I actually posted that um, question on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. So here's the answer. It's interesting. 69% of you said, nope, no more ex is reaching out to me. But interestingly enough, 31% of you said, yes, I still have an ex who reaches out to me to this day. I have a lot of exes that reaches out to me still, <laughs> but not for romance or new la la, just to say hello and how are you. It's not a bad thing, especially if you're single, right? Uh, you call the next 855-905-8255. If you have a question about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Tina, bonjour, what's going on? Bonjour, Simon. Um, well, I have a question about the right time to meet the parents. Uh-huh. So my family is close, and, like, he's already met my family, but um, he's not close to his family. So when is the right time for – when should I start being worried that I'm not meeting his family? <laughs> okay. Uh, how long have you guys been dating? Um, I think we're at, like, seven months. Okay. Um, you guys are exclusive? Yes. Okay. How important is it for you to meet his family? Well, I just think it's weird because I'm so close to my family, and I know that he's sort of not to his, but it's just weird to me because I can't imagine not knowing someone else's family. Okay. But you said something very important, even though you say it softly. You said he's not close to his family really, right? Yeah, like they don't live here and, you know, they don't talk all the time. So, okay, other question. How much do you like this guy? A lot. <laughs> a lot. How much would you like to have a future with this dude? Uh, I would like that very, very much. Okay, so how about we show some patience? Because we're not all the same. So there is some people like you that are super close to their family. They see them all the time. It's huge for them. And there's other people like me. I still love my family. They're back in Paris. I see them once a year, and I'm okay. I talk to them on the phone. So you would say, but Simon, Paris is very far from, from, from where you are. Yes. But my point is, as adults, some of us need to be very close to our family a lot. Some of us as adults don't need that. It doesn't mean we love them less. We just don't need that. Right. So I would not be worried yet. If you've met other friends of his, have you met friends of his? Okay, so you've met the friends, you're good. My advice, Tina, is be patient. Meeting the family is not the most important turning point for everyone. So if you love the guy, no <laughs> pressure. And then when the right time comes, he'll bring you to his family. Okay, so just be patient. <laughs> yes, it's not about the parents, to be honest. It's just about you and him, not the yeah, rest. Yeah, and that's what he says, but, you know, you never know. No, no, I, I know. I understand. I get it. All right, Tina. Don't worry about it. Be patient and thanks for the phone call. Okay, thank you. Ooh, I just got an interesting Instagram DM question about the timing of texting back somebody you with. That's coming up next. If you have a question for me, but you can't dial in, remember, you can always send me your question on an Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio. Gia, what's going on with Veronica and her boyfriend? Veronica says, bonjour, Simon. 
Bonjour Veronica. I've noticed that my boyfriend doesn't text me back as quickly as he used to. Whenever I used to send him a text, he would respond within a few minutes, but lately it takes him hours sometimes. And he always has his phone in his hand, so I can't understand why it would take so long. Do you think that means he's losing interest in me? And if he is, what should I do? That's an interesting question, Veronica. What does it mean if your partner is taking more time and more time to text you back? I'm going to answer your question next. Have you ever been in the situation of having a partner for a long time, and then suddenly that same partner takes more and more time to text you back? And what does it mean when that happens? Does it mean the partner is losing interest in you or not? And what should you do? So that's the Instagram DM Veronica just sent me, actually. So what it means, uh, A, your partner could be more busy with work, possible. Um, you just need to find out. So I suggest that before we guess about what it means, why don't you have a conversation, Veronica, and say, hey, I've noticed you take more and more time to text me back. What is up? Because I think that it's okay when we have more work, sometimes we're more busy, sometimes this, or sometimes... It's a passive-aggressive message. And a good conversation is great to solve this. Don't let it become an unspoken. The way we text back to each other reflects the fluidity of our relationship. It's like a, a heartbeat. So let's take care of that rhythm. Good luck to you, Veronica, and thanks for the DM. You call the next 855-905-8255. If you have a love story you want to share, 855-905-8255. 8255. Sophia, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. So you have a love story you want to share? I do. I do. I have literally been over the moon lately. So I wanted to share really? my story. Yes, I have. I, I actually met someone recently. So um, I have two beautiful daughters. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, they were having a bake sale at school. So I volunteered like a fool to bake majority of everything. Um, so I had to go to the grocery store. I packed up my kids and you know how it is taking kids to the store. They're a handful. Yep. So I'm trying to push my card and pay attention to my children. And, um, you know, I got to check out, checked out, walked out to my car in the, the uh, how do you call it? The shopping cart. It was so full from everything that I, I bought and, you know, it just flipped over. Basically, mm -hmm. I'm trying to catch, you know, my daughter from running in, in the street and I just lost control. It flipped over and this oh. guy just runs over there and he's helping me pick up, you know, my groceries off the ground. And, you know, I'm thanking him and everything. But, you know, he's like, oh, you know, you're you're more than welcome. And when he said it, I kind of looked up at him and he was gorgeous, first of all. But aside <laughs> from that. Like, he just, he helped me put everything in the car. He actually calmed down my daughter, which is very, you know, abnormal. Nobody can calm her down most of the time when she's, you know, jacked up. Uh -huh. uh, and, like, he just helped me out. And then after the fact, like, you know, we talked briefly. And, um, you know, he told me, like, you know, I think you're beautiful. Would you mind if we exchange numbers? And normally I don't just because I'm, you know, protective of my children. But for some reason, it just felt right. So I gave him my phone number. He mm -hmm. called me. Uh, we've gone out a couple times, and I've had the most amazing dates with this guy. And I just Ooh. really feel like this is going somewhere, and this can be like the perfect love story, not to sound corny or anything. <laughs> and all of that starts on a parking lot of a supermarket you go all the time. Yes, I do, and I never bump in anybody, and nobody ever helps me, so it was very odd. <laughs>
Well, that was your day. Listen, Sophia, that was a magic day. You know what? Thank you so much for sharing that story because all of us go to the supermarket. All of us, like you before, never meet anybody. And then, bang, this happens. And it reminds us, like a reminder to all of us, that you never know when, when love can strike you. And you got to keep that positive attitude. Sophia, thank you so much for sharing that love story. And good luck to you with that new man. Thank you. Have a good night, Simon. Have a good night. You know what? After this story, I want to talk about all the other places we can meet people. Places we maybe don't think about, like the supermarket. And that's next. If I ask you, what do you think is the best location to meet a new partner? So probably the young listeners will say clubs, bars, uh, stuff like that. And that's a given. Now, uh, if you pass 30 or pass 40, uh, where are the best locations? I mean, my last caller, Sophia, she said, I met this guy literally in a parking lot of where I do my grocery shopping. He helped me out, and then we went on a date. But think about it. Besides the online dating, of course, which is online, the best places is still, in my opinion, the gym. It could be a church, every house of prayers. You can meet people, have the same faith. That's great. It could be... Sports alley, you go bicycle, you do tennis, you do, you know, golf, you do whatever sports you do. That's a great place to meet. And then there are the unexpected places where you don't even think about meeting a partner, but it can happen. And about this, I have a personal lovely story to share with you next. So, literally, this is a blessing. You'll, you'll understand why. I am Jewish, so I celebrate Jewish holidays. I go to Yom Kippur, Passover, and so on. And one year, as I go to Yom Kippur in the same synagogue I go all the time, I saw, but far away from me, the most lovely and chanting blonde women praying. I'm looking at her, and I don't know what happened. She turned around, she looked at me, maybe she felt I was looking. And my friend Albert and, and his wife were said, what are you doing, Simon? This is not the place for that. But what can I say? God is good. So, as we were walking out of the synagogue, who do I see? the enchanting lovely woman. And I went to her in front of a family. I said, listen, can I tell you the most beautiful you know, Jewish woman I've seen at the synagogue and I wanted to say hi? And she said, oh, my, you make me so blush. Don't do this in front of my parents. It was like 20 years ago or something. And anyway, we exchanged information and a month later we were dating. And that's one of the wonderful love stories I've experienced. So the lesson of the story is that you never know when you're going to meet somebody. Keep your eyes open anywhere. You call the next 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. June, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, June. What's up? I've been in this on-again, off-again relationship for five years, almost six now. Mm -hmm. And the last year he's had a girlfriend, so I kind of cut things off with him. I blocked him on everything, and then, like, he would show up places where he knew I'd be when he had a girlfriend and stuff, and so then, like, I finally was just like, you really need to, like, stop coming around and just leave me alone. He did for, like, a month. I blocked him on everything, and then within a month, he found a way to get a hold of me. He got, like, a fake number that he called me on, and I didn't know the number, so I answered, and what? that's when, like, he told me him and his girlfriend broke up, and... So then when I went to see him, I thought, like, he was finally going to say everything I wanted to hear just for him the next day to tell me that we can't see each other anymore because, like, we, he doesn't want to be with me. And so I'm just, like, really confused because he's still contacting me and still trying to see me. 
I don't know, like, what, like, what is he doing? Like, what, like, the real question is not what he's doing. The real question is, what are you doing? <laughs> well, right? sometimes like, when you love someone, it's hard. Like, you just want to always, like, hear that they, like, feel the same way. And if someone can't let you go, clearly they care about you and they want to be with you, right? Not always. So some people keep uh, other people they've been attracted to, like, like, a, like a safety buoy, like in case I don't have this girl, I have this other girl, option one, option two, option three. It's called being on the back burner. And so you, you kind of know this in your intuition. This guy has not been acting well with you, right? From the beginning, it's been very confusing, that whole story. Yeah. Right, June? So maybe it's time to stop the torture for both of you. And so I think... Why don't we organize that you and him have a lunch together or coffee and have either the first of many talks or the last talk? Meaning, why don't you say exactly what you want from him and let's see what he says one last time. All right. If he says anything else, but yes, I want to be with you too. I love you. Then never see the dude again. Block him and have a new man in your life that wants to be with you for you. Okay. Okay. All right, June. Wait, one more thing, though, because I already tried to block him before, and he, like, got, he went out of his way and got, like, a fake number to call me. Like, do I just not answer fake, num- like, numbers anymore that, like, because this is, like, my <laughs> Listen, area code number. So. June, you know the answer to that question. We all have, you know, people calling us with fake numbers. We never answer. You answer because you hope it's him. <laughs> it's actually true. I know. <laughs> I know. Just don't answer. If, if you're not with him, block him, and really, you know, it's time to move on. Okay. One last talk. Good luck to you, June. Thank you so much for your call. Thanks, Simon. You know, after this call, we got to talk about why drama can be so attractive in relationships. And that's next. Have you ever been in a very dramatic relationship? And yet, with all the drama... You kept being dramatic, you kept adding to the sauce, you kept, you know, making the, the sauce more spicy. The Prato drove you crazy, you drove him crazy, you took him back, he took you back, and back and forth, back and forth. And then one day you sit on your butt and you say, but what am I doing in this relationship? Here's the answer. And I think we've, most of us, been there. There is an entertaining, exciting factor with the high and the lows of a dramatic relationship. The high feels super, super good. The lows, super disappointing, sad, upsetting. And we want the high again. And that's what I call sometimes a toxic relationship. Because we both get hurt at the end. And tired and exhausted. It's really like cocaine. Up and lows. Up and downs. There is ways to know if you're in a dramatic relationship right now. Let me share with you next the signs. How do you know you're in a dramatic relationship with all those highs and lows? A, it doesn't feel good. B, you're tired, exhausted, emotionally drained and overwhelmed. Even though with the high, you're emotionally drained. C, you're obsessed. Obsessed, jealous, and never let your guard down. Those are the signs when you have more fights than love, when you spend more times on the negative side than the positive side, when you repeat forever the same fight, the same argument, the same jealousy, and you're in pain all the time, you are in a dramatic relationship. And then you end up on your butt wondering, what am I doing in this relationship? So remember the signs 
because they are key to help you not stay in it. Your calls and your questions are next. 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Any question about your relationship, you can call me right now. Bonjour, Casey. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. How are you? Good. Welcome to the rendezvous. What's going on? Yeah, hi. I have a friend who, um, unfortunately, who has been... I have a boyfriend. Uh-huh. And I have... My boyfriend and my friend have been... My best friend, actually, has been kind of getting into a bit of a tiff because my best friend has been making passes at me lately. And my boyfriend's getting really, really uncomfortable, so... I'm wondering if I should break it off with my boyfriend. My best friend's telling me to break it off with my boyfriend or if I should break it off with my best friend, which is what my boyfriend's telling me to do. But wait a minute. Okay, so Casey, your best friend is a girlfriend or boyfriend? Is girl. A girl, okay. And and so she wants to go out with you. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. But ultimately, it's your choice whether you stay with your boyfriend and go with your girlfriend. Tell me honestly in your heart which one you want to go out with. Um. I really want to keep my boyfriend, to be honest. I'm not into, I mean, I respect her, but I'm just not attracted to the same sex like that. <laughs> I get it. No, but I mean, you are who you are and you go with who you want. So this is no issue. The question is, why is it such a struggle to tell your girlfriend, hey, I love my boyfriend and, you know, I'm not interested in being anything else than best friends? Yeah, thing is, uh, my best friend, we've been very close for like almost five years. So we've shared like everything together and losing her is going to be really, but, really difficult. But at the same time, I, I'm i not into her like that. I, 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 get, I didn't know that's what she wanted. I get it. But do you think she's, gonna, she's not going to be your friend anymore if you say, hey, love our friendship, don't want anything more. And, you know, I'm staying with my boyfriend. You think she will not to talk to you anymore or just, you know, not be your friend? Yeah, that's exactly what I think. I'm, I'm scared she's not going to want to hang out with me anymore. After five years of being your best friend? Yeah. Well, I guess then she's not a great friend. That's it. I mean, you know, I, I understand feelings, but, you know, if you tell me I'd rather be with my boyfriend and, you know, I love my boyfriend, that's the answer. Stick with it. Be honest to yourself, Casey. It's your life, your choice, your decision. All right? Yes, thank you so much, Simon. You're welcome. Best of luck to you. Be direct and always honest. Have a good night. Thank you. You too. Stay with me. More Rendezvous is next. Before we go away for the night, I just want to invite you to listen to my podcast, La Confession, and maybe be part of it. Here's how it works. To listen to it, just go to my website, therendezvousshow.com. And what is La Confession? It's a space I created with my producers. We wanted you to tell me your story, a story you maybe didn't even tell your best friend, your mom, your father, no one, because it was embarrassing, because you were afraid to be judged. Because you thought, mm, I don't want the world to know about this. But this story needs to be heard for one reason. Because we learn from each other. And here on The Rendezvous or on my podcast, La Confession, it's a judgment-free zone. If you want to be part of my podcast, just reach out to us at therendezvousshow.com. Leave me a message, 855-905-8255. And tell me a story that we can all learn from. Because that will help all of us. Thank you so much for listening. Et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.